day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 47 of Shop Talk. It's Jennifer and Carrie. And we're recapping 421, um, the episode that celebrated the moms on the rookie and gave us some great, delicious Chenford crumbs. Yeah, we loved seeing the different partnerships in this episode. And there was like a good balance. Uh, we had some action moments and then like heartfelt ones too. So it's good. Yeah, before we dive in, we'll uh, talk about the season finale episode description. And then, of course, that promo, because, good Lord, I could not stop watching it. <laughs> and yeah, you didn't watch live, so I was like, no, I did not. I don't want to, like, spoil it for you, but here's the full promo. I know, and I made myself, I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch it until, because, like, my thing, like, it'll record, um, like, through the promo. So I was like, I'm just going to watch it at the end of the episode, like everyone else did you know three hours yeah. earlier <laughs> yeah. so and then I proceeded to have like a mini breakdown over the episode at like two three o'clock in the morning it's fine yeah um but yeah so the episode description for 422 um and I know we had said it last episode but now that we've seen the promo we can kind of talk about it more so it's titled day in the hole and John is forced to spend a week in solitary confinement in a quiet border town the young local officer who is in need of some training and we know now why he's being sent there um what we don't know though is why bailey is going it just doesn't really make any sense maybe just because it is like a whole week and they can't i don't be know. away from each other yeah maybe <laughs> i don't know uh, my thought was was she was gonna like drop him off and then i was like but why i mean i why yeah. Then that beats the point of solitary confinement. Well, maybe she can know where he is. I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. and then Bradford and Chen discover that looks are deceiving and go undercover together in a possible drug trafficking case. The promo wasn't even like regarding them going undercover. It looks more like they were gonna have like romantic time. I just think I don't know I I mean yeah no it really didn't show um anything about like them being undercover I enjoyed the like um not title cards but the you know what I mean like the typography that they put in there the all roads lead to this moment I'm like okay and that is like some of Chenford's best moments yeah I mean okay the promo was like 30 seconds long and they like had to speed up all of the Chenford moments. I mean, no hate to John Nolan, but like they could have done a whole 30 second promo to Chenford and like no one would have complained. I mean, no one did complain with, with this one, but yeah, yeah I think it, they they have enough content that they could have just done a 30, 30 second promo for Chenford and been like totally cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but people were pointing out that they're like in Lucy's apartment so that's fun or or reddish orange wall in the back I didn't really catch that until I like actually because I had seen people were like mentioning it but I hadn't watched the um promo yet because I I took numerous pauses when I was doing my watch last night I was like 
let me pause to either laugh or be like, wait, what did they say? Yeah. Um, and then so I had like pause it at the end. Um, and though I so I hadn't seen the promo yet, but I was like, okay, why is everyone like freaking out that they're, you know, because people were like, oh, well, what if they're in the penthouse or the motel? We know they're not at the motel. Right. John Nolan's at the motel, supposedly. Um, but just like, I'm like, okay yeah that is definitely Lucy's apartment like with the wall it's very yeah so I don't know I'm like not trying to get my hopes up people are saying that they're just like practicing being undercover which that I think I believe um but even then like this promo kind of baited us for this episode I mean they all do but like Mm -hmm. I don't know I I just find it hard to believe I just like I I don't know. I had responded to M, I think, on Twitter, and like, um, I was saying how like their outfit changes, like they switched, you know, like they mm-hmm. have Tenford in the, you know, Tim's in the white t-shirt and Lucy's in the blue, and then like it like switches, and then it's like the next day or something visibly, yeah. and then like they have different clothes on but like I don't know yeah no the clips that we saw in the promo are definitely of like different days or something yeah I had just said that like I think that it's like Tim like wants to say more and then like that night is like when Mm -hmm. he like comes by her apartment or something yeah so it's like out like they showed it out of order but then like I said the whole outfit change thing is like throwing me off so like I don't know because right I don't really how do I put this without everyone being like wait you don't think this I don't actually think they'd have to practice anything for undercover work (laughs) like I think that's like yeah too on the nose yeah Um, I don't I don't think that they will either I mean Lucy's pretty much got it down Tim Tim I don't even think the man needs practice like he can just show up and do it yeah I mean, maybe, maybe they can, t- I mean, I can picture them talking, but like everyone's like, they're going to practice the kiss. I'm like, why would you? Why would you practice the kiss before? Well, yeah. And then like, why would you want that to be like the, you know, I don't want that to be the first time they kissed if that was like, you know, like unless, unless there's like, like some awkward, like sexual tension or something. Yeah. Then yes, I guess I would rather have that besides like oh them just like having to pretend to be a couple you know and like them having to do it in front of drug drug lords or whatever I don't know we're in for a wild ride I was sitting on my bed when I was watching the promo and I literally got up and moved as close to my tv as I possibly could as if I couldn't already see it and I was just like I was just like pacing around my room after the promo. I was like, it's Chenford Endgame era. Like, I feel it. I feel yeah. it in my bones. Yeah. I was just like, like, it's coming. Yeah. I had to like pause it and I was like, no. I was like, shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, same. <laughs> I was like, no way. It was like so well done. Like, just the promo, like overall, like the coloring and like uh-huh. the aesthetic. It was just like really cool. The text, so, yeah, like the I'm the, excited. the cards behind the text, yeah, it was so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like from the promo photos, we know that Elroy and Nell are mm-hmm. supposedly with John and Bailey. We don't know how. It looks like 
maybe they're guests at the motel too does not make any sense <laughs> um and we know that pete nolan is obviously going to be involved with the john case at some point i'm just have a feeling that it's going to be like the cold open um <laughs> yeah and of course like his scene at least in the promo is as chaotic as can be mm-hmm. um and we don't know about tomorrow yet but like she rarely yeah, interacts with nolan so why do I have a feeling that she's just going to be like hanging out at the apartment while like Bradford and Chen are there and she's just going to be like in a room like with the glass up to the wall like trying to hear everything. Yeah. Um, I could see that for sure. Yeah. And then Smithy is in there as a guest star. We don't know where or how he comes in but rest assured it's going to be hilarious. So yeah, yeah. for sure. And I have a feeling, so, like, they only dropped, like, seven promo photos before. And they're all of, like, Nelroy and Balin. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I'm just holding out hope that, like, they have a lot of Chenford ones. And they just know that it's, like, gonna, like, destroy us if they release them. So they're just withholding those. But mm-hmm. I also have a strong feeling that they're gonna release the promo photos, like, as we're recording. The rest of them, oh, at least. Geez because that always happens i don't know i mean maybe yeah i'm just i don't know i'm not in the camp like i just think it's like something regardless of if it's a kiss an almost kiss or something like something's gonna happen for them so then that's why they just dropped the strictly like john side of things for the promo photos but yeah as long as they release them after the episode or something you know oh for sure how they always do like they save a few if they save like 10 release all 10 (laughs) yeah after the fact please and thank you mostly because they're so hd and it's like i want to see tenford undercover like hd quality yeah i want to see what they're wearing yeah like because in this episode we had tim like in a white t-shirt and jacket and then like in the promo he's got like the black t-shirt on or whatever and chenford's coordinating and i'm just like i just want to see all the outfits so yeah i don't it, it should be good um but yeah so that's the promo and the episode description for 422 do you want to take the next piece of news yeah um so as you guys know eric's always doing cameos and fans have like definitely been enjoying them um he's also doing like the cameo calls which apparently have been great too um and we just love that he's like hyping up the finale and like it's cool that they like that he gets to mention like oh yeah and season five you know because like we're yeah it's renewed for season five like that's cool I think so um yeah it's just it's just always fun it makes it so much uh more fun for like us and everyone else just like when the actors are as excited as we are yeah whatever's happening yeah for sure well and like he's teased that like they're cooking up some good stuff for like the season finale and so like going into this episode we were like all right do we trust Eric and melissa or not and so i was just like i'm trusting them like after this after the promo for 422 it was like putting all of my trust into them and brent huff followed us on twitter which was really nice because you know we love smitty he's an icon legendary he is the moment yeah so we can just dive right into the episode 
Um, do you want to take the cold open? Yeah, so it was fun to see that like those were back because we hadn't had like a well a funny like classic rookie cold open in a while. Um, okay, but that snake though, no, like I would probably have like fainted. Yeah, honestly, um, it was creepy. Um, it totally reminded me of the um lucy's like encounter with uh snake spear from uh season two um so i kind of still want to know if she's the one that like had to get the snake because john was the first one to say like not it or whatever like really quick yeah before the uh theme song played oh yeah and we got the theme song too that was nice yes the theme song too i know i really missed the cold open um i hope that we have another one next episode but i also kind of feel like it could very well just pick up right where this episode left off or like at least the next morning and maybe we won't get a cold open but yeah although i like your idea about like pete nolan being in the cold open yeah running away from the car yeah like in the (laughs) promo he's like running and chastity is just there like i don't Mm -hmm. even know what to do with him i also just love the fact that they got pete davidson back like for the season finale i mean that man is booked and busy but he still makes time for the rookie and we love that so yeah so um the mother's day robbery that was like i kind of just like felt bad because like they were doing so well they had this nice like brunch and they're all like sitting there and like angela and patrice are actually getting along you guys like right not that i thought they i didn't think they hated each other but just like they're just like chatting like everything's like just normal and it's nice and like um you know Angela's showing off the bracelet that Wesley gave her um and of course she doesn't you know need him to show uh her love by giving her gifts although Patrice is like but it's nice (laughs) yeah it's fair um and she offers to take Angela shopping to do her first Mother's Day right um and Angela's like yeah let's do it um and they're like cheersing everything is looking good and then things are interrupted by the robbery um a guy and a girl robbed the guests they're taking like all the expensive um items that they can see including angela's bracelet um and patrice's pearls that her late husband gave her i was glad angela hid her ring though mm-hmm. so, at least in her pocket um and angela's like um tells patrice that they'll get them back um and she's not lying to her when she says that because she's a cop and they're under arrest and I just love how she just like stared um the guy straight in the face like the whole Mm -hmm. time like barely blinked was just like she never broke eye contact yeah she's like I don't mean now but soon enough I'll be putting a different kind of bracelet on you like well and she almost said it in like a calm voice too like she never raised her voice she like her voice her like uh dialect never changed yeah it was just like amazing like yeah just to see like how far you know like how far she's come because like you know season four premiere Angela was going through it and so just like for her to be like I mean she's always like you know is able to like hold herself together but just like you know because everyone else around her was like kind of 
freaking out and she's just like no 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 I got this it's fine um and so back at the station um Angela does get an ID on their suspects Uh, it's Jonah Cahill and Monica Dittmar um they're both living at a a halfway house in Koreatown um prior to this Bonnie and Clyde-esque uh, crime spree that they're going on. Um, I love how Nyla just kind of like popped up and was like, no one messes with Mother's Day, so I'm going to help. Yep. <laughs> uh, like, it was just great. Um, and so, like, they... Um, so they're, like, working together on this. Um, Angela first starts by, like, calling all the phones that they took... Um, including their uh, or including her own um but they all go to voicemail she tries like a, one more time uh, monica ends up answering the phone um and she's talking to angela and apparently live streaming their conversation according to nyla um and so they're like ranting on like monica and jonah i mean um are ranting on that they're you know they're taking what's theirs they're not being bossed around anymore like they like they've had enough this is their like um you know like swan song in a way mm-hmm. um and so they're um they like disconnect the call um apparently their next order of business is to rob a bridal store uh they like held the owner at gunpoint monica tried on some dresses and so since they made off with a dress and a tux um odds are angela thinks that they're getting married so um, that's why Tim and Lucy will go to check out church. Um, I seriously, I don't know what, I remember when everyone was like freaking out and being like, oh, maybe this is where like Nyla and James get married or Wopez wedding yeah. redo because of the freaking church, like Eric and the freaking behind the scenes church. We're like, all such wow. clowns. We're clowns. Wow. Yeah. And I, even I was like, um oh, what if this is the wedding that makes Tim rethink things? Like, who wouldn't want to rethink things after those vows? Are you kidding me? Right. Like, that was insane. Well, (laughs) and I just found it, like, ironic that it was Chenford that had to roll up on the church after that conversation. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah. It was crazy. Um yeah and so they end up they end up finding the church um these got these people are just nuts like they forced an actual wedding to stop holding yeah. a bridal party at gunpoint and making the minister marry them first instead like what <laughs> and like they had they were um i'm assuming live streaming it again or something yeah. like having the um groom i think record it um still like waving the guns around being just absolutely insane um even like when jonah like starts to run he like asks the priest or whatever he's like we are officially married right and it's like like, seriously i was like yeah they're they're just they're on one yeah like a whole nother level um and tim i guess he actually ends up like shooting um jonah who like stumbles but like neither of them falter right away um and they um like so they're how do i put this it's like a narrow hallway kind Mm -hmm. of 
um like in the or like outside of the um main like church hall um and so Jonah's like okay I like he's like bleeding pretty bad he tells Monica to go um and leave him behind so Tim ends up um taking Jonah um like getting him and then Lucy goes after Monica but um she's in the wind so I just thought oh go ahead oh no you're fine I was just gonna say I thought it was like kind of not funny but just like Melissa had to like kind of like skip over um the actors who played Jonah like his feet (laughs) and to like keep running so when I was watching this because I was live tweeting I was just like what is this music so the best way that I can describe it is you watched Big Time Rush right (laughs) yeah I did like when they're running through the lobby because they're like getting in trouble or something like the fast beat like up kind of upbeat music plays yeah that's what I was thinking of during the scene. I was like, why is there like fast so upbeat funny. music playing? It almost yeah. seems like not cartoon music, but just like, but like just animated. When a- yeah, when actors have to like play an over exaggerated ver- version of themselves and like the music like matches that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like the music like fit this scene, but I was also like, okay, this is odd, but mm-hmm. keep going yeah it's definitely a whole nother level of crazy yeah um and so um angela marches into the hospital um to confront jonah um telling him to like get monica to surrender but he refuses and i love how she just like she kept at it because she was like you think this has a happy ending like grow up um and he still was like, no, 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 I'm not going to be the, um, you know, one person to, like, do that. Um, and she's like, so you're going to record a message telling her to surrender, or you're going to wake up from surgery to the news that you're a Whitworth. Like, yes, queen, go off. Like, she did not have time for this. It's unfortunate that, um, like, I mean, I'm assuming am I fair to assume that he did end up recording it or just Monica just snuck into the hospital because she wanted to sneak into the hospital um I feel like he did end up recording it because how else would she have known which hospital he was at yeah because he was like he was so adamant that he was like I'm not gonna do it like you know he was like not wanting to do it yeah um yes anyway so Monica does end up um sneaking into the hospital she's wearing a blonde wig um going into you know think she's gonna see jonah um that's actually an undercover cop so angela can uh arrest her and uh jonah's in the icu um and they think he's gonna make it and uh angela comes up to monica and is like i told you i was gonna put some bracelets on you and i keep my promises but first this is mine and she takes back her bracelet which was a boss move and so yes um I liked how like Lucy was there to like help to like more scenes for Angela and Lucy please. please we had some good moments between them tonight or between yeah. them and this episode mm-hmm. um yeah these robbers were just like really dedicated because they yeah. interrupted a movie said they messed up or messed with the ballet like yeah they just yeah yeah um wasn't it like Lucy I think was like these robbers don't stand a chance like they really didn't when it came to like Angela's uh wrath and then like 
I mean, obviously Nyla wasn't like out in the field like as much, um, but still yeah. she was like champion, uh, being a champion for it, like at the station, to, like take these people yeah. down. So, yeah, no, I loved it. More Angela Lopez scenes and cases, please. Yeah, for sure. So then we had Chenford, um, and we first like you know kind of start their storyline off with you know chris's parents want to meet lucy and she's like "Eh, i don't know if now is the right time and so chris is like but they really want to and lucy's like well no um it'll never be the right time so chris is just like he asks lucy if she's really freezing her mom out and she's like i'm not that horrible like i got her flowers and then they run into tim and ashley and tim's talking about a hyatt hotel that has a lazy river and so i caught this on my second rewatch and i thought about it and i was like imagine tim bradford on the lazy river like considering that word is probably his like nightmare right i don't know if he could actually sit still (laughs) but like imagine the man like on an inner tube or something and just he's just like like can this hurry up like and then (laughs) so you know how like some people will just like say screw it and just like walk through the lazy river he would definitely be one of them yeah so what are you kidding me he'd still have his like sunglasses on or something Uh or still be like you know decked out in swim attire but still just like wading his way through like pushing the water out of the way with his arms like yeah just going to town he'd probably just like if some kids like in the way He's nice, but he's just like, I need them to move because I'm done. Like, I'm done with this. Doesn't even make it like halfway through there. Yeah, a multitude of like eye rolls or sighs and scoffs and just all the all the things. Meanwhile, Ashley is either like trying to relax or is like trying to keep up with him, which would be even more uh, unfortunate for, for her and their like relationship. Yeah. But, I mean, I just need a fanfic of him and Lucy, like, being at the water park. And, like, she's all excited to, you know, go on every slide. And he's just annoyed, but, like, loves it deep down. They can even, like, take his nephews and or niece, whichever, you know, yeah, he has. Like, because yeah. it was mentioned a few times. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Ashley's like, I'll book the flights if you handle the hotel. And Lucy's like, well, I'm just going to address the elephant in the room right now. And she's like, are you planning a vacation? And Tim looks at her and is like, yeah. But then, like, looks over at Chris and he's like, we're going to Hawaii. And I didn't catch the look until my second rewatch. And I was like, it's almost like he can't look at his work wife when he shares more about it. (laughs) So then. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, and Lucy, like, kind of looked she could only look at Tim yeah when she was asking yeah or, like talking and then she finally turned back around to Chris goodness poor Chris yeah. Chris really got the short straw in this episode Good he really God. did but you know what he's just as clueless as the rest of them and can't figure out that like he's obviously not she does not feel the same way about him but yeah so then the camera pans to Chris and Ashley and then, like, we get a Tim smile, and we see Lucy's face, and the wheels are just, like, turning in her head. And she's looking back and forth between Tim and Ashley, like, okay, this is odd. So then Chris and Ashley are like, well, we have to get to work. So they walk out of the district together. Which, 
I don't know. It was cute, but it was also like I would feel awkward doing that. But whatever. So then um, Chris is like, let me know if you change your mind. Then Lucy like almost shoves him. I guess you could call it that. Like she had a she like made a fist with her hand and like didn't punch him, but she kind of like jabbed it into him. And she's like, I'm not going to. And Tim's just like, what might you not change your mind about? Like these two are asking the elephant in the room questions. I'm like, it's just adorable. And so Lucy's like, he wants me to meet his parents, but like, I don't know about that. And so then she's like, but back to you, uh, you're going on vacation with Ashley and whose idea was Hawaii. And uh, Tim was like, Oh, it's mine. Why, why does that matter? And so then they like move on. They're a patrolling now. And Lucy just blurts out. She's like, so are you proposing to Ashley? And we get a Jennifer crumb, and Tim's just like thrown out, thrown off, and is just all confused. He says, "No, like they've only been dating for a few months." And Lucy's just like, "Well, there's expectations. Like you're taking her to Hawaii, um, and you might not know some of the signals that you're sending." And he's just like, "What kind of signals? Like this man is so clueless. He's been married once before. Like that's what's hilarious about it." So then, um, you know, Lucy's like, well, the kind that makes her get a manicure because she's assuming, you know, that she'll be sending pictures of her hand to all of her friends. And Tim's eyes get all wide and he looks over at Lucy like, oh, no, we can't have that. Like, you know, we can't have that thought in our mind. So then dispatch comes over the radio and, you know, just like is the saving grace and takes them back to focus on their work. So later in the episode, Lucy's talking to Patrice and, you know, it sounds like they were talking more about how Lucy's mom, like, paid to have her eggs frozen and then, like, how Mama Chen is just trying to do what's best for her. But, you know, Patrice is like, no, your mom sounds like a real piece of work. And it's not Lucy's job to make amends. It's Mama Chen's. So, I don't know. It was a weird thing because, like, we haven't heard anything about her eggs being frozen. But, like, and there isn't much about Lucy and her mom's like past that we know. So it was yeah. like that was what we had to infer. Um, so then Lucy's like, you know, she just feels really seen and comforted comforted by Patrice's words. And then Tim comes in and he's like, When did hotels get so expensive? And he sees Patrice and he's like, Oh hi. And so we get another Tim Bradford smile two in one episode like we were really blessed and one of them was a gift that the rookie account shared so you know love that for us um so then lucy like goes to look over at his phone because of course why wouldn't she and he shows it to her and these two are so clueless but so obvious in their love for each other and she's like oh that's a good price for hotel for what hotels are going at and tim's like really um if i wasn't like a hardcore fan of the rookie i would think that these two were going on vacation together yeah something really really funny Which, as much as they were talking about it it seems like it yeah well i literally thought like Patrice was going to think that they were the ones going on vacation i don't yeah. know why i thought this i was like waiting for it and then i was like oh no wait she knows okay. yeah i mean like the way that lucy got up and just like walked over to look at his phone like you yeah. 
I mean, are you going on this vacation? Like, what? So then, yeah, so Lucy's like, well, it's a nice hotel. And if you want to do better than that, you're going to have to take her to Honolulu Motel 6 in a jokey manner. Which, and then he just gets annoyed. Which, I mean, like, I don't know. I know of Motel 6s, but I don't, I mean, are we supposed to infer that, like, Honolulu Motel 6 isn't good? I don't know. So then Patrice cuts in and she's like, oh, you're going to Hawaii? Congratulations on your engagement. And it's almost like Lucy had told her about it beforehand. And so Patrice was like, this is my moment to shine. But we don't know that for sure. So then Lucy's like all happy because she's validated. And Tim's like, for the last time, we're not getting engaged. Like, let's go. And Patrice asks if Ashley knows that. And Tim's like, yeah, she does. Like, it's not an issue um and patrice like then turns to lucy and she's like is he really this clueless and lucy's like yeah trust me it's a daily struggle to which i have to say oh lucy you're both too clueless like clueless to your feelings for each other oblivious but also so obvious about it like yeah you're a match made in heaven two clueless lovable humans so then chenford gets an update on a new victim and a dress store was mentioned and so they're talking to Angela about this and Lucy's like well guess you won't be the only one getting married and Angela's like uh what now and looks between them and then Tim just kind of like looks between Angela and Lucy and he's like ignore her and Angela's eyes like narrow on Lucy like what are these two up to it's so good we had so many Chenford crumbs and it was just like one right after another pretty much so then chenford is in the shop again and lucy's on a travel website and shares that siberia is the least romantic place to vacation according to the website and tim's like putting up a small fight he small fight about it he's like i'm not rerouting our vacation for hawaii like you know for siberia and i was like wait he said our vacation and he was like, I'm not rerouting our vacation. I was like, so you could have said mine and Ashley's, but you said ours. I don't know. It's just like, that's like, the, that's like the episode description. Like the shortened one on my TV was like, Tim and Lucy like decide their plans for Mother's Day and a romantic vacation. I'm like, yeah. okay, thank you. Yeah. I actually looked up just for fun to just like see if like Hawaii is like listed on actual websites. And, like, it is as one of the, like, yeah. most romantic places to propose. I could so. see it. I mean, when I went, I didn't see anyone propose. I saw more people take, like, engagement photos. Yeah. But, like, we were also on the most touristy island. So it wasn't, like, Maui or anything. Um, but, yeah. So then lucy's like well it's not just me who thinks that like you know that hawaii sends the wrong message and so tim's like well ashley can't possibly think that he's proposing and lucy's like well you're of a certain age and she's in her prime so on on paper it's like a no-brainer she basically just called him old (laughs) but i mean it's fine only lucy could get away with it (laughs) yeah so then like she asks him a question that we all know and she probably knows that she doesn't want the answer to and she's like you know do you see yourself married to her and the camera focuses on him for a minute and his eyes kind of shift and this is when 
I think the realization hit for him or he was really like, do I see myself with her? Like, what am I going to say to Lucy? And he like looks over to her and she has a hopeful look on her face. And he's like, yeah, I can. And like, I don't know, for me, I think when he looked over at her, he got a little nervous and was just like, I'm just going to say, yeah, because it's easier than facing the true feelings at the moment. I just like thought that like he was looking over at her and like it like I don't know how to explain it like he was just kind of like that like pause Mm -hmm. like because if you're really like that in love with someone supposedly yeah you wouldn't pause I would think you'd automatically be like yes of course or like but his like casualness and like he also didn't like after looking over at Lucy he also didn't look at her again Mm -hmm. like while saying it so like this is what like what he's not saying or not doing is like saying more than what he actually is yeah he almost like wanted to look over at her to like gauge her reaction like to gauge where she was at I don't know it's all about like the micro expressions and body language and stuff and like we could very well possibly be reaching at this I mean like we could but I don't know it kind of I'm like well he's kind of making it like obvious but then yet she is too so yeah so then um the camera goes back over to Lucy and she just like has a small smile on her face to me it was almost like one where like you're in pain or like you like you're like really hurt or something and you just want to act like you're happy when you're not and she like yeah she like looks back down at her phone and like you can tell she's like why did I just ask that question like yeah that was so stupid yeah Melissa did like that and then she also did like the good like glance away like glance up at Tim Mm -hmm. before he like or before she asked um like if he was thinking of proposing yeah. like that was brilliantly done and then the look down yeah like you said like I think it just like hit her because like she knew that he would answer right he just I don't think she expected to dislike his answer yeah so much. anyway so then okay so knowing what we know now about the end of the episode do you think that this that his reaction and his uh response was kind of planned like as a way to get her like prank her or something i don't think so but i just thought about it no i don't think his initial um yeah i can was a planned thing although i'm seriously i'll get into it at the end (laughs) so i have feelings about so do i the end i do i really do okay i i liked the end i thought it was good but i was also like how dare the rookie writers give us that heart attack like i was ready to fight (laughs) i (laughs) give you not i was like i was like jaw jaw i was like that's so (laughs) mean so so yeah so then chenford is called to respond to the church which like we've already covered and i mean that's just ironic to me because they were also like in close quarters and close contact yeah. like behind the pillar yeah they were like, yeah 
All right, they're just making it obvious now that there's like something going to brew up between these two. So then at the end of the episode, Tim is walking outside, meets up with Ashley. And okay, his outfit, like, whew, that is all that I have to say on that. So then Ashley asks how his day was, and Tim's like, you know, Lucy was particularly annoying. And Ashley's like, well, I don't really believe that. And so one time I agree with Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> in that moment. So I saw a tweet before we started recording. And someone was like, oh, uh, only for, here for angst on Twitter said, Tim, she's not my partner. Bradford really be like, Lucy was so annoying. Oh, Lucy said, you know what Lucy thinks? I told Lucy that, but Lucy is just so annoying. Lucy over here making me listen to her. I just like, God, can you even, I mean, Lucy. <laughs> and yep. he, that's when he's asked about his day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. accurate. The man always has Lucy Chen on his mind. Like, and, always. Yeah, and he was just like, it was good. And then like the next thing that made it okay was like Lucy. So that like, yeah. if you really want to get super technical, which you know, I always do that implies or like you can infer then that lucy is the one that makes his day good yeah yep and ashley does not yeah there is literally no chemistry between tim and ashley as seen in this next uh sequence so ashley shares that she's found a cute chair bnb in koalina and you know like she shows him the phone screen and he like notices um her nails and he starts like getting flustered and he's kind of spinning out and he's like yeah they're pretty and I just have to say I love when he's like flustered and anxious because like what he says is just like so awkward and cute like remember in 309 when he was like after Lucy had kind of confessed her feelings and like she pranked him and he's like you're a great girl I mean woman like he just gets so flustered and it's yeah. just it's adorable um but then he's like you know we i need to clear the air and he explains why lucy was being annoying saying you know she convinced him that he's she's convinced that he thinks she's he's gonna propose so then you know tim just wants to make sure that ashley knows that he's not um and he thinks that they're magic together and she shushes him by leaning in and putting her fingers on his lips okay not gonna lie i thought that they were gonna kiss here for a minute because we had been told by some friends of ours who had seen spoilers that like we don't want to be holding on to anything like heavy or anything because like we would want to throw it um so i was like still accurate yeah still accurate of course i want to you want to talk about cringe that was like i don't even care i will listen to john nolan say lacy or frilly like (laughs) until you know like until the end of time like i cannot but I mean, we like, don't no, even need that no i know but i mean no offense to, <laughs> um, to elena um i mean it's fine but just i just couldn't like that was so awkward the the shushing with the thing i don't like when anyone does that though like the no like the same with like you know people are trying to be like um flirty and stuff yeah and they like yeah. but they'll like they'll trace um like use just like one of their fingers and like trace someone's face or something like i just don't like any of that it's weird i don't like yeah i don't like that so that was though that was that was my limit i was like "Mm -mm." 
yeah when she like did that and put her finger i was like why why are we doing that like i get it he was rambling and like you know but shut him up with kissing him or something like there's different (laughs) ways that you could like stop him from doing that so then she's like well you know i wasn't expecting a proposal i would actually say no if you asked and tim's face is like okay ouch like what the heck and at at that point i was like ashley i don't even care like i don't really care for you or whatever but like i wouldn't even say no like (laughs) no so then she's like i think that we're magic too and why did she have to repeat it like i just no was then I just like if I think too much about it which I will go ahead and do is like because she can't come up with another word to describe yeah. them because like there is no other word to describe yeah, them. just like I don't really feel like well because like her her uh admission like really kind of surprised me and so I feel like she just like she doesn't know of anything else because she doesn't see them go like you know going yeah long term but like also why the word magic like there's nothing magical between them i don't know it's just weird it's weird and it's unnecessary so then um tim's like or she says she uh has no like interest to never be married or having kids and so tim's like oh well okay then like problem solved and his facial expression when i paused that my second rewatch it was almost like okay well i just want to leave them like i don't need to be here but um his poker face needs work yeah (laughs) like honestly his rambling and like spinning out needs some work too (laughs) i love him yeah um so then like he acts all relieved and he's like great it's just a vacation then um and he sees lucy watching okay his look to her her looking away just everything but like his look to her was so freaking soft like he was smiling and then like the smile didn't fall like fade away completely but like he wasn't smiling as big because he was like oh my gosh you know she sees Mm me it was just so good so then he's like will you do me a favor like he asks that to ashley and she's like okay sure i guess so like lucy looks back over and Tim's getting down on one knee, acting like he's going to propose. And she accepts it, in quotes. And they hug and they're all happy, you know, and everything like that. And Lucy looks so hurt. Like, it's not even funny at this point how hurt she looks. And Chris walks back up to her, distracting her. And she, like, looks down at her phone because she gets a text. She sees that it's from Tim saying, got you. And she looks back out the window he's honking and driving ashley's jeep like waving out the window like okay bye see you tomorrow and she's like i gotta go find lopez because i gotta figure out how to put a curse on someone and chris is a believer at first and then like when she actually runs away he's like oh you're serious like yeah Mm -hmm. and i don't know last night when i was live tweeting i was like so lucy chen got clowned and so did we yeah cool I oh my god if they had not put in the text I like I said I was ready I was like 
that is so rude like oh my god just because like her face was so like hurt and I was so right I just realized I was so right when I said they were not going to be able to talk about it yeah there's the angst still they weren't able to talk about it because Chris was there and then Tim like instead of like going back to Lucy he left with Ashley yeah because I mean like I know she realizes like now it's like you know a prank or whatever but like you know in 309 which is kind of what I thought this prank like paralleled yeah they at least got to have a heartfelt conversation in the parking garage they didn't get to have a heartfelt conversation yet about the day's events so I'm kind of waiting for that yeah I don't know I just and then we have that promo for 422 and I just hope that like we get some Chenford development I mean I I have faith I have trust in everyone that we will but I'm also like don't mess with us now like we've been building up with the up to this for a while and like season four has had a lot of good Chenford moments like please don't don't do us dirty please don't so so then um that was kind of the end of Chenford and then we had a little bit of Wopez um, besides for the case. So Wesley like wakes up, um, but not before he like falls out of bed and stumbles to rush to Jack's room. But Angela walks in and she's like, or he apologizes. And, you know, he was like, oh, I was going to get up early, make some breakfast, take care of Jack, etc." And Angela's like, well, he's been up for three hours, which means I have two. And I have cereal and applesauce in my hair and somehow banana under my boob. And... I don't know about you, but I could not stop watching this preview when they dropped it like Thursday or Friday of last week. I was just like, I love domesticated Lopez. Like, please give us more of it. Um, and so he's like, tell me how I can fix this. And she's like, well, I'm going to go shower, get a blowout and a manly patty and some mimosas with Patrice. And Wesley's like, okay, are you taking Jack, Jack to the nail salon? And Angela's like, oh no like you're taking jack with you um and we find out that he is a like meeting with a client so wesley's like i don't know if i can do that but okay sure like you know happy mother's day and so then we see wesley's talking to his client with jack in the room um and i noticed this like as i was watching it before we started recording and jack has a comb in his hand along with another baby toy I believe it was a comb I'm pretty sure it was and I was like okay that's odd but okay I mean whatever makes a baby happy you know I mean the baby has a full head of hair yeah (laughs) Yeah. so then um you know we find out that his client is getting extra charges added to their case by the DA um and you know Wesley's like well the ADA in charge of her case is notorious for upcharging defendants um and wesley's like there's not much i can do but the ada does it to force defendants to take a plea deal um well he looks tough on crime so wesley's like i'll get right on this you know and the client's even like well i'll watch the baby for you so that you can like do your work and wesley's like yeah i don't think that my wife would like that no she no she would not like please 
take your baby with you out of the interrogation room. I don't even think she would like him in the interrogation room. No. I wonder if she even knew about that. <laughs> or if Wesley was like, but she don't what she doesn't know won't hurt her. Like no. it's fine. So then we see Patrice and Angela at lunch. You know, Angela's showing Patrice the bracelet, like we've already kind of covered that. Um and I just have one question, but on my rewatch, I paused and I saw Angela's bracelet like closer up. I need to know if it was engraved with Jack's name on it. Like Aww. that would be really cute. Um, but it looks like I had, like diamonds or something on it. So um, then like later in the episode or after the robbery happens, Chunford meets up with Angela and you know, they're like, did Wesley find you? He was so worried and you know she's like yeah Wesley did we had to basically pull him off of the ceiling because he was freaking out so much so then in the episode like Patrice and Wesley have a small like scene at the district and Patrice calls Jack by Jackson his name and I was like we haven't actually heard Jackson yet as his name um but then like Wesley meets with ADA Sean Del Monte uh, which we didn't know he was going to be in this episode. Like, it wasn't an episode description. So, it was fun to see. Um, and he's like, you know, you're working on Lopez's first Mother's Day. That's brave. And Wesley's like, well, she's working too. So, what can I do? Um, and Wesley's like, you know, I should have been at brunch, but I was dealing with another case. Um, and Wesley's like, you know, I need you to talk to Harmon, the ADA who is in charge of his victim's case. And Delmani's like, I can, but, you know, it's his way of doing things. This isn't new information. So Wesley's like, you know, things only seem to be getting worse. And and Delmani's like, you're not wrong. I'm vetting candidates, you know, for the open spot. And each one is more like gun-ho than the last. Like, because they think that being tough on crime is going to give them the top job. Um, And Wesley's like, you know, I advocate for my clients saying, and, you know, he says that she's, steps away from being on the streets um and she needs a break not the book thrown at her and Delmani's like yeah but my hands are tied so at the end of the episode Wesley meets up with Angela at the district and he's saying like it's time to go home and he has Indian food on the way um and you know he just adds that like Patrice took Jack to Fred Siegel to buy some clothes and like you know they'll meet him at home so Wesley's like I'm thinking of changing jobs. There's an open spot in the DA's office. And Angela's like, she's shocked. And she's like, well, I'm without words. She brings up that he calls them the enemy like four times a week. And he loves advocating for people in the system, but like he loses more battles than he wins. So, you know, she questions like if the DA can look past his suspension. And, you know, he's just like, well, considering that I took down a drug lord in the process, like it's possible um and you know he's just like even if there's a 10 percent chance that i can change the system from from within like i have to do it and angela's like let's talk about it over indian food um and they're walking out and like we get an i love you from the both of them and my lopez heart like exploded so yeah it was nice to get like a little lopez moment with everything else going on so yeah um, do you want to take the gray and Nolan? Uh, yeah. So um, 
Nolan is putting things in the shop when uh, Sergeant Gray comes out and is like, there are rumors going around that the union president is going to retaliate against John, um, aka he could like kick him out since he was the last one in. Um, but Gray's like, okay, what you need to do now is focus on the uh, training officer exam. And so he offers to ride with John uh, to help strengthen his case come exam time. I liked how Gray was like, don't do that small town. I hate to be a bother thing. <laughs> like yeah. when he offered him the opportunity, because he's like, just take, just take the opportunity. Um, and I like how uh, John also picked up how like maybe Luna's not okay with keeping it super low key for Mother's Day with Gray this year. Yeah. Um, and his just like Gray asked John, and he's he doesn't say anything. He just gets in the shop. <laughs> like that was that was fun. Um, so they're driving along. Uh, John asks if it's crazy to want to be a TO this early on, and Gray's like no, your report writing is excellent, um, mm -hmm. you know, procedures, um, but other TOs know what it's like to be a 20-something rookie because they were one, whereas John was not. But Wade thinks that John's, like, parent experience um, could bridge the gap. And then, I don't know, like, it was kind of funny that Nolan just kept, like, saying, like, okay, yeah, but this, because he's, like, well, Henry wasn't a like you know hardened felon like yeah of course he wasn't like I don't know it was just kind of funny because usually John's like really like able to see the optimist uh or like optimistic side of things um he just kind of kept being like well wait a second what about this um so but subjects are switched um Gray asks if John really thinks that Luna wanted him to do something like big for mother's day um john thinks so so they'll have to get a like another uh better gift as soon as possible um yeah. but their first uh call was a 415 which was uh, an assault um on the set of uh hot suspect and we see uh sabrina fowler again um she is quite the character um yes she you know she's a method actress so her character got pregnant on the show on the show so she got pregnant in real life I'm assuming I'm assuming the actress is maybe actually pregnant I don't know though for sure um if that's the case or not um but and so she is um she called them because the girl from craft services assaulted her with a crouton and was it oh gosh I can't remember was it Gray or Nolan that asked um if she threw it at her I can't remember um I feel like it was Nolan because Nolan. Nolan was the one that had to ask all the questions yeah, and then he was like all awkward about it yeah um and she was like no she put it in my salad um and so they ask for her information um Sabrina thinks that the girl's name was Monica so Gray says um, that he'll reach out to security and get the information so they can like follow up. Mm -hmm. um, oh my God. I just thought it was so funny though because like Gray took a call from like the um, DA's office, right? And yeah. 
um even Nolan kind of thought that was like a fake out and he was like no no no, that was the actual like um GA's office yeah Yeah. uh and just and Sabrina like ran with that too though and was like oh yeah I'm prosecuting this case on you know next week or whatever and I'm and Nolan's like yeah but that was the actual no okay I'm gonna shut up now (laughs) and just looks back down in his notepad like Nolan just so good at making things awkward he had some yeah. like meme worthy expressions though in- oh for sure <laughs> he's always a meme like when is he not very he's true. too good very true so their second call um apparently the da's office needs a witness to be like secured he was like a runner for a gang and like watched people uh get killed and- but his testimony is valuable enough to give them immunity which Gray tells Nolan is like really, really lucky. So they arrive to check out the apartment. They're scouring for bugs. Um, when Nolan asks what Gray's FTO was like, I don't, what is the, what is the F? Field what? training officer. Field tra- okay. Yeah. The more you know. Okay, I didn't know that. I was at like- least, yeah, I was going to say at least I feel like it is, but I feel like they said that at some point. That would make sense. Maybe they didn't. I because I know I know in the episode of Chicago PD that they covered that was kind of like with TOs and stuff. They did say FTO, so I'm assuming that's field training officer. I just yeah, well, because like they had kind of you know like they said like FTO like mostly, but then like the Mm -hmm. next line he was like there you know four types of TOs. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, "What is what is the F in FTO?" I feel like okay. the the F could just be like taken in and out at yeah. times, but um, and so Nolan wants to know what Gray's uh, training officer was like. He said one night he wanted to fight, and then John was like, "Okay, what happened?" And Gray's like, "I put him in the hospital." <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh! Like Gray was so can, sassy like, in this down. episode. Yeah. he was so sassy and like straight to the point he was like i'm not yeah. playing around here yeah so apparently his uh tio was uh more careful after that incident um gray goes on to say there are four types of tos uh kings coaches teachers and slugs uh kings are like the my way or the highway uh coaches are like the motivation teachers want to explain everything and Nolan already knows about slugs because they're just people that, you know, are like doing what they do until mm-hmm. they can punch out kind of thing. Um, which I don't know, like this scene, because like Gray's like, well, John doesn't, he doesn't fit into a category. He'll take bits and pieces from his TOs and like create mm-hmm. his own category. This makes me think though, I'm like, okay, well then what do we think the former like training officers are like? Like, where does Tim fall what about Angela what about Nyla even like Talia I feel like Tim yeah um well and I wonder like how no one already knows like who the slugs are or like their definition I would assume it was like maybe like implied that it's just Smitty but I don't know though maybe not I don't know I feel like Tim is a mix between the kings and the coaches yeah i'd like i'd lean more towards like king for me yeah maybe even a slight teacher too i don't know because he would explain things angela i feel like 
is a coach more so um but she's also a teacher and then nyla a king Definitely. Yeah, queen. Yeah, queen. Yeah. If that's an option, yeah. Or, or even coach. Eventually, Talia, I don't know. Like she gets there. Yeah, I and feel Talia. like Talia. I don't know. Talia had like, she did actually explain things. She was just really sassy yeah. beforehand. And well, and it's hard to oh. say because we only saw her in one season being the yeah. TL. I'd say maybe a teacher. Yeah, secretly or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely I was like oh when he said king I was like that's Tim <laughs> like yeah. I don't know why just my automatic thought I was like no it's Tim yeah um, for sure but yeah but like Nyla yeah because she was very much like this is what's happening <laughs> this is what we're gonna do yeah like especially just, like in our first episode she's like uh you're gonna stay out here I'm yeah. gonna go in there and that's where everyone's gonna be like yep. yeah we're doing it yeah so I thought that was just kind of fun so I wanted to pose that question um there were no bugs found in the apartment um but Sean wants them to stick around because uh apparently the uh guy is like really paranoid and like antsy about everything um so Daniels is wow I can't speak Daniel is the name of their witness that's in the protective custody um Delmani, Gray, and Nolan go over the rules. He's not to share his new phone number with anyone. Like, don't cross the perimeter they set up. Don't contact anyone. Which the dude does not seem to understand this because he's like, but it's Mother's Day. I have to, you know, I have to go see my mom. We have this thing already, you know, like arranged. I can't let her down again. Um, And Sean's like, okay, we can probably arrange for you to like meet your mom in a secure mm-hmm. location to say your goodbyes and Daniel's like wait goodbyes like he's like so not prepared for this at all yeah um and so Sean's kind of like okay like we'll take it from here um and so Gray and uh Nolan leave and they're gonna their next thing is to try to find a gift um for Luna mm-hmm. and so they're talking about it they're like Gray's like okay well we've been married for 25 years I've done all the gifts already so John kind of suggests making it more about the evening um unfortunately the, <laughs> the damn gift is gonna have to wait again because Sean calls and he's like yeah so Daniel Trent took off um yeah. but they like lucky for them uh Nolan's like well we already know where he's going um he's going to the staples um so they head there to confront him um Daniel's there with his mom he doesn't want to leave yet and although it does take some convincing he he agrees to like go with them as long as they don't actually like say why they're really there right um so they have to make up the elaborate what is it his car was stolen right and then like yeah they've you know caught the uh suspect or whatever so he has to come down and do a lineup um yeah that's not uh gonna fly anymore because cue the the ominous music and uh a couple people get out of the truck and um they're like there to to uh get rid of daniel and so um gray and nolan like they how do they do it they separated um and like went and hid in i'm assuming just like one of the empty like stable or like stalls yeah um 
and they manage there's a, a fight scene um grand nolan managed to like fight off their two um i'm assuming they were gang members that were like there to um kill him um but nolan worries that there like might be a third person to consider um and since daniel took off during the fight um gray's like okay you gotta go find him before this third person does um so a a small shootout occurs i think yeah this is where nathan's um like hey video from instagram Uh comes in hey that's around there um and so and nolan ends up getting the third guy um and tells daniel that it's safe to come out now um and we find out as what what is gray and nolan what did we decide that their name was together they're like uh i don't remember i don't remember if we had decided but i tweeted it out last night and i was like graylin maybe okay yeah, yeah. so I don't know. Easy, it's easier to just say than like gray and nolan gray and nolan gray yeah and nolan. oh yeah um that's why yeah. i say chenford and like brolin now i'm like it's just yeah. easier <laughs> yeah so when graylin's walking um they're back at the station um we hear that uh daniel and his mom are actually both going into the witness protection uh program so because they still you know they need each other to lean on so yeah um that's kind of where they're at with that uh nolan thanks gray for the day and but then he's like wait you never got anything for luna he did john just didn't notice then gray's like well it's a good thing you're not trying to be a detective like that was fun because then he just got to leave and like uh john was there for a second like considering that statement (laughs) i feel like yeah i feel like john's not always the most like observant no not at all um and so we find out that gray is taking luna for writing lessons for mother's day i just love how like i feel like this is like classic in like tv anytime there's a horse they're like you got me a pony or you got me a horse like yeah no, they didn't buy the animal for you <laughs> they're buying you you know lessons yeah or whatever else so yeah so um they're you know gonna like ride around um the land together and that's like their mother's day evening mm-hmm. um so cuts over to john um he's studying for his exam at least i'm assuming that's what he was doing with all the books and stuff um when gray and luna show up it was so like such an awkward camera angle or like a quick cut i don't know yeah. which but it like i literally didn't realize who had shown up at his apartment until they were like facing the cat like the camera was facing the um counter yeah and like i could see everyone i was like who's there um but yeah so it's gray and luna um he asks how the horseback riding was uh luna said that like luna said that wade said john sort of helped him like figure it out um and he's like, oh, well, that's good, but I know that's not the only reason you came by. Um, and so Gray had received a formal request to transfer John to another station for the week. Uh, it's four hours away on the border, so John would miss his FTO exam. 
and John kind of realizes that this is his punishment for pissing off the union president uh, and Wade's hands are tied. There's nothing he can do because like if John were to reject the assignment, it would look like he's disobeying a direct order. And he like, even if he did end up passing the exam, he wouldn't be able to be made into a TO if he had like this disciplinary action. To right. Take. So and Luna being ever so optimistic, she's like, well, you'll just have to take the next test. When is it? Hugh John. In two years. Yep. <laughs> so um, even though there's no like age limit, I don't know if I would want a let's see, if he what did we what is it established? How old he is? 46, right? So then he'd be 48 yeah. technically, like. I mean, it'd be a pretty major age gap for a twenty-something rookie to right. like be it's writing like twenty years. I mean, technically, 50. like, yeah, forty-eight and like twenty-something, like, could be real, like parents. I don't know. Like, John yeah. could be the guy's parent. Like, I don't. Yeah, and then like, it just the longer it goes, like the more that whole like the bigger that gap would be that Gray mentioned right. earlier. So I can understand his um, like uh, long face. <laughs> yeah, in the end of the episode, but just like that sucks. But I but, also don't know what John would do, yeah. like because he's not gonna just be a P two the entire time. Like no. I don't see that happening. So no, he's not gonna do that. He's not gonna do well, at least detective was out of the question for him, like season three premiere, you know? Yeah. Um, because of that other infraction with Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, because it's like season one he was ready to be like robbery homicide detective. Uh-huh. That's definitely he's changed his mind like you know 10 times over now so i yeah i don't know what else he would do either forensics maybe i don't know because i don't know if that's i don't know i don't know either because like i mean they'll find something for no one though so we're like assumed that he's like done with school right yeah because like the whole school storyline like because he passed he passed well in like 309 was the last time that we saw um professor ryan and i think she was even like yeah so you have to come in like for your last test or whatever mm-hmm. so so he had you know he's checking off all the boxes to like do this whole to thing like and it well, just isn't happening yeah but yeah i don't know maybe something will happen next week where it's like you know some heroic action saves the day yeah yeah Yeah, i'm sure that that will be the case i'm sure that it will be so um and then last but not least we had nyla um there were a lot of things going on in this episode like a lot of so we had the mother's day case that just like was roped everyone in but like there were just a bunch of other little things. So we find out that Nyla was supposed to have Mother's Day off, but Donovan has custody that weekend. So he's punishing Nyla by taking Lila to see his mom in Santa Barbara. And so she's like, you know, I'm spending the day without my baby, which 
that's just not cool. I mean, I like I know custody schedules are like difficult and stuff, but like pretty sure that when it's like a Mother's Day or Father's Day, you're supposed to let the other have the child. But um, I'm not into legal or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, this makes us not stand Donovan. I mean, we didn't before, but like we really don't know. So then we find out that James is taking his boys to see his ex-wife because as Nyla says, unlike Donovan, he's an actual decent human being. Um, and so then, you know, she's choosing to look on the brighter side of things and she's like, at least I'm getting time and a half for being here and I have time to plot my revenge. And Chunford's like listening to all that and, you know, they're just like so amused by it, which so am I. Um, and so Nyla, like at the end of the episode, is finishing up uh, paperwork and everything. She looks down at her phone, sees a picture of Lila, and then Lila runs in um, and says that her grandma brought her. And Donovan's mom is like, clearly, I didn't raise my son right. Uh, keeping a mother from her child on Mother's Day is not right. And so Nyla thanks her, says it means so much to her. Um, and then his mom apologizes for not doing a good job at keeping in touch. But Nyla's like, you know, the whole thing is complicated and that's not a problem. Um, but, you know, Donovan's mom is like, it doesn't matter what happened. You're always going to be the daughter that I never had. So that was a sweet moment. And it was sweet to have Lila witness that too. Yeah. So I was like getting a little emotional during that moment I don't know why I think it was yeah. just like the music and just everyone else had nice moments and just yeah you know she looked down at her picture as if you know like Lila could magically just go there and then yeah ta-da, like it was just so nice yeah it was a really cute moment everyone had good moments towards and I mean some will argue that the Chenford moment wasn't very good but like I don't know. Chenford is going to be the couple that pranks each other all the time. And like, I literally said it in our group chat with some of the girls from the rookie rewatch. And I was like, Chenford is going to be that couple that like when they have kids, like in some universe, probably not the rookie one or whatever, but like it's an alternate universe. They have (laughs) kids. And then like, as those kids get older, they rope the kids in on the pranks too like that's how it's gonna be yeah I just yeah the Chenford like I had this like smack myself in the face realization that like Tim like did prank Lucy because APC released like that whole clip or whatever on YouTube and it literally says Tim pulls a prank on Lucy yeah I was like whoa that's just like what she did in 309 like yeah but then, like, if they go undercover, though, they're both going to have real feelings. So that's going to be yeah. a whole other thing. Okay. So I just thought pulling pranks is their love language because he did, like, the flower bomb thing to her in season one. She then reciprocated it in 309. She did, like, the fake feeling confession in season three. He didn't do that in season four, but like he did a fake proposal in season four. Like pulling pranks is just he did the, there. The boot, the um, mini the boot. uh, booties, yeah, on four hundred two, yeah, and just yeah. yeah, or just somehow like you know thinly veiling them as like lessons to learn, uh-huh. you know, because like yeah. the season two, the first um, whatever fake IED thing was um, you know, supposed to be a teaching moment. Yeah. They just, 
and that's that's their oh and lucy stole his money clip in season one oh my gosh yeah about that okay can someone make a video compilation of all of the pranks that they've pulled (laughs) emily all of the pranks parallels yes oh my god if you're listening i'm just gonna keep saying your name (laughs) go do it and we'll even Um, dm you about it later on so it's unless i know there's um I know Mayan uh, makes videos sometimes. I don't know yeah. if she's made one that goes all the way back to season one, though. But, like, um, oh, my God, that would just be so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's totally parallel-worthy. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and then, like, even just, I mean, like, the rookie promo had, like, their soft moments and, like, they're cute. Yeah. I mean let's just make a whole like four minute video on that because i'm pretty sure that it could be done yeah yeah um but that was it for the episode there was a lot um and we had quite a few listener thoughts too so we'll get into that do you want to take the first one yeah um so uh Ilana said um this episode was totally my favorite Angela was uh so beautiful in that dress Lucy realizing her feelings for Tim was great and Gray and Nolan together uh was perfect yeah Angela's dress was so pretty I was glad she like got to like dress up and then like she like just she threw the jacket back on she's okay I'm ready to work like yeah that was good um yeah uh yeah so martha had said this episode had me stressed out as i was as i was for the premiere i can only imagine the emotions that will arise on sunday i'm literally saying like martha's in our group chat and she was just like if this episode i mean this episode's just gonna like do me in it's like yep literally same yeah um do you want to take ricardo's Sure. Um, Ricardo said, why, oh, why does Tim want to go on a beach vacation when he doesn't like the beach? Oh, yeah, isn't he, he doesn't like the water. I literally never thought of that until I was reading these listener thoughts and was oh like, oh my gosh. Wow, how did we miss that? Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, because he was, because Lucy was like, whose idea was Hawaii? And he was like, mine. So I'm wondering if that's like before Nyla interrupted them, if that's where she would like automatically think and be like, didn't you say you hate water or whatever? Yeah. Well, then I saw someone sweet and they were like, can someone make sense of why the writers forgot that in 412, Tim said he hates the beach and the ocean to Ashley and Lucy at that scene. But in 421, he's voluntarily going to Hawaii and it was his idea. Um, and then Valerie had like commented and they were like uh, it needed to be a location that signals a proposal that's Hawaii but when it first came up she thought it was going to be Ashley's idea and Lucy was going to go question like why he would want to go somewhere that like he doesn't like the beach yeah. or things surrounded by water yeah. I don't know Just of course I feel like how am I going to put this nicely I feel like Tim's new thing is like trying to, you know, since they had that conversation in 412 where Ashley was like, life can't always be just about, you know, like football games and like hanging out with your partner. Uh I feel like Tim's like really like took that to heart, sadly, and been like, okay, I need to like push myself 
and like do these things even though he doesn't you know it's not like him to do that which Um, isn't a bad thing because like we do want him to get out of his comfort zone but yeah but i feel like if he's the one that's like only putting in like the sacrifices yeah because even ashley was like you'd think i'd be sick of beaches already i'm like yeah because you like practically live on one for your job it's like how like she lives on one in uggs let's not forget that yeah i just yeah i don't know it's yeah i don't i don't know why tim wanted to do that but that's just my that's my little theory is like he's like really 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 trying um ricardo thought patrice would assume that tenford would go on vacation together yes exactly me too um wesley has the cutest intern yeah it was so cute when he called baby jack his intern yeah um oh what will be nolan's to category when Gray, literally when gray said that the teacher wants to explain everything all i thought of was tim's nolan talks a lot so i thought yeah. Nolan automatically be a teacher like period end of story <laughs> Um, yeah i would say a teacher or like a coach because he would motivate yeah. people too that's true he does do good with like the speeches kind of mm-hmm. um yeah for sure um smitty and patrice would make a funny couple oh yeah <laughs> yeah everyone was like oh what if it's like a uh you know romantic scene or whatever um i did not see that I didn't either, but I was just like, wait, why are, like, I was like, I was just kind of like, OMG, like, why are they together? Yeah. Like, it was just kind of thrown off. It was um, odd. But it was also like, well, why is Lucy and Patrice, like, together? Like, yeah. was Lucy just in the break room and the Patrice just happened to be in there? I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I don't it was kind of odd. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then, do we have any idea why Lucy changed the contact on her phone from Tim? Oh, right. She did, the, okay from tim in episode 401 to bradford now <laughs> i don't know, I didn't I s- notice i didn't put that together <laughs> i saw someone's tweet that's like what a lot of people are going on about um someone did a tweet and they were like the evolution of tim bradford's name and lucy's phone and like it was first like officer bradford and then yep. it changed to tim and now bradford i don't mm-hmm. know i feel like some people just change contact names i mean i personally just, don't but or just continuity is not you know that yeah deep. with like a phone yeah because they can only yeah. they can only do so much with like making i don't i don't actually know how any tv graphics work right. um so i don't know if they keep a log of that or they you know try to track it and whatnot but yeah i don't yeah. know or maybe just on some weird this is my theory again of like you know since lucy started dating chris she's like okay let me push these feelings down even more like last names mm-hmm. are a little bit less personal than this yeah. first name but someone i don't remember if it was a listener thought or what but someone was like well maybe she did that in case like ashley was to see it and then like mm-hmm. you know she wanted to kind of hide those like not make it seem like they're such good friends or whatever so well, maybe i don't know but downplay things yeah yeah um mindy had said that she loved this episode she thought it was a great balance of drama and humor 
Patrice became everyone's mom and she loved it. Um, she's excited about Wesley's potential new career path. And we got to see baby Jack. That was exciting. Um, and she says she thinks that Lucy is coming to the realization about Tim. I hope that one of them is. I don't care who it is at this point. Like, literally just give me someone. Yeah. I still feel like Lucy would be the one to, like, actually like, fully realize the feelings. I just feel like mm-hmm. Tim would be the one to actually, like, do something about it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, Wesley's new career path, though. Can we just talk about that for a second? Because, oh, my gosh. Yes. I was just, like, I was with Angela. I was, like, no. Really? I don't have any words either. I was, like, whoa. Like, wesley going to like the dark side in a way but also yeah. like, he wants to make like you know good impactful changes and so i thought that was like really really cool and like thank god they're coming back for season five because maybe they can like explore that more if he does end up uh taking the prosecutor job in the DA's office. yeah that's our yeah, yeah. I thought it was a nice scene. I liked that Wofez moment. Same. It was cute. Yeah. Um, so Valerie said, uh, love this episode. Everyone had had a part and all of it was compelling. Uh, she likes how the Nolan and Gray. Oh, she said Waylon. Maybe it could be there. Like, yeah. Waylon or Graylon. Yeah. Either way. Um, she likes how that uh, relationship has gone from adversarial to respectful. Oh, for sure. They've come leaps mm-hmm. and bounds um, since, what was it 110, I think, they first rode together? Yeah. Um, the well, even since right, 101. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because Greg was ready to like chew him out and be like, no, you, you need to leave now. Yeah. Um, yeah, the looks from Chenford all through the episode were amazing. Lucy is definitely rethinking things um tim oh tim seeing himself marrying ashley was the least convincing yes ever (laughs) his facial expressions the entire time in that scene and then couple that with the yeah i can like that Uh oh my god it just cracks me up so much yeah like that is not the the way a man in love would act or like what they would say (laughs) yeah so um the fact that she doesn't want to get married or have kids should spell the end oh yeah they're actually yeah I was yeah I was surprised by that I don't know why I was so surprised by Ashley's admission of like not wanting maybe just because I seriously thought that like they were both like gonna finally maybe be on the same page and it's just like another like Um, thrown in there yeah I wonder if it made Tim realize like she's really not the one for me. Yeah. What I doubt that this would happen, but like, what if they go on the trip and then like they get in a fight or something and like they break up and then they have to fly five hours back to LA awkwardly? Stop. Oh my God. And that's not, I mean, that flight takes forever, it feels like. So that would be so awkward oh my god so awkward yeah because like it's like I don't know um because I know lots of people were like oh what if you know either Christian or well 
Eric said Ashford. So for the sake of this, that's what I'm calling them. Yeah. Um, uh, like would break up or whatever, like in this thing. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I never really thought so. Um, and they're obviously not done yet. If, you know, like they ended on like, they're both, their relationships are both kind of, well, Chris Chen, not so much. Lucy's kind of distracted. Yeah. Um, but Ashley and Tim are on the same page for right now. I feel like if they do break up, it'll be something that we don't see on camera. Oh, yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's why I was thinking, like, that would be hella awkward if they broke up, like, in Hawaii or something. Like, Tim just came to the realization that, like, Ashley is not the one, or she did that, like, for him because he probably can't shut up, like, stop talking about Lucy you know on the entire trip and she's like okay this is not fun anymore um and so they break up there yeah and then like oh my god and then 422 lucy like asks him about you know how was your trip or whatever and he's like we broke up." oh you're thinking it's like gonna be like in oh yeah wow oh so we wouldn't even see any of the oh man no no and then and then he's like you know she asks like how the trip was and he's like well we broke up so oh my god honestly yeah. i could kind of oh heck can it be sunday already i'm manifesting that <laughs> I... I'm, like i said i'm still in the camp of i don't know why i think chris chen's gonna be done first i just do i think chris is more like smitten with her like that he doesn't totally see it yet yeah whereas i feel like you know if tim just keeps talking about lucy like ashley's gonna catch on at some point and be like you know okay this is you know i mean this is something else like lucy not really being interested i mean yeah it is kind of a red flag but it's also like well she could just not be sure on how to deal with her feelings like he knows that she has trauma and stuff so like maybe you know she just just it's like she it takes her a while to open up but yeah it's just gone like back and forth which I think is really interesting because yeah. it's like I know I had just said I've always been in the camp of like I think Christian's gonna be done first but honestly I thought Tim and Ashley were gonna be like completely done like after 412 or something so yeah. um, I'm kind of surprised they've held on for this long because um, like both the relationships like have uh what's the actual word that I'm looking for different interests I guess I was gonna say dissimilar I don't know if that's proper usage of that word but anyway so like they have different interests they don't like like or they don't uh always agree yeah on things um pretty important like future um you know bound things too right um and so I just feel like I don't know I just feel I feel like we're gonna still see Ashley and Chris in season five I don't know if I I mean would I like a breakup of at least half (laughs) half of the obstacles in the way of Chenford yeah yeah do I think we're going to get it I don't know I don't think so but that'd be nice right it could just be a like okay one of them's done I don't know anyway Valerie I apologize we're still in the middle of your thought and I went on a tangent (laughs) um 
talk too much guys can you tell we're like excited about this whole <laughs> prospect though um wesley becoming a prosecutor makes valerie think that oh chris will be expendable soon oh that's right because it's in the da's office wow i'm just putting that together too oh my gosh yeah i never Whoa. thought about that yeah because remember i think it was like um well it's been a while now but remember that one episode whatever it was um where we were both like why is chris like reading the criminal is rights or whatever why isn't wesley in there like being the yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, defense lawyer there you go <laughs> like maybe so chris maybe so. isn't an ada he's just like a lawyer right um i think he's the assistant district attorney i think okay. that was his thing because he was like Cause there on... can be more than one ada right yeah, yeah. I think well if someone's actually in the law practice I'm pretty sure in TV it's a thing well, yeah, but I don't know about like in law <laughs> yeah in TV land yeah I'm yeah. sure because uh, look at like law and order <laughs> right they've yeah, had like so a new one every other season yeah there's so many um, yeah but that's interesting see this is what I mean though it's like I don't know if if like there is Chris or Ashley is going away by season four's end, or if they're going to come back in season five, and then I guess we'll see. Apparently, apparently we will. Um, yeah. So um, Patrice needs to be the station mom. Oh, just like more, more of like the parents. Well, okay. Let me rephrase that. Less of the negative parents, obviously. More yes. of the somewhat positive uh, parents. So, uh, Valor also asks, "What is Tim's uh, TO style?" Uh, she seems to think uh, he's a mix between a king and teacher. Oh, isn't that what you said? I think that's what you said. Yeah, I'm. St- I don't know why I'm in just such the camp of like he's just a king and like that's it. But because he he's not like so harsh all the time he just has so much like tough love like right off the bat though i just like can't get past it yeah that's just me anyway sorry valerie that we took so long got on a tangent my bad (laughs) um yeah so then um lydia had said wow that was an amazing episode she loved nolan and gray together and the subtle humor uh, she loved that Nyla and Angela backed each other up as mothers and detectives. Um, and Patrice was a true queen in supporting everyone. And the method actress was crazy and fun to see again. Um, and then, of course, she said, Chenford, we got well fed. Lucy is realizing that she cares more for Tim than she will admit. And Tim listens to everything that Lucy says. Ashley not wanting marriage and kids was a cold shower for him. So excited for next week. I wonder if Gray will be bit giddy when assigning them a uc gig i love i think someone else had said that too like what like is greg gonna be the one assigning them like what's he gonna think god i hope so yeah i'm like what i wouldn't give are you kidding (laughs) or uh, well i don't know if angela and nyla would have the power to do this because they're only detectives but like if angela or nyla whichever one they were like you know well we need two people to go undercover who can act like they're a couple and angela's like and i nominate tim and lucy like 
I would love that. Oh my I would God, literally yeah. love that. For sure. And then, like, cue, like, Nyla smirking. And then, like, maybe if, since Smitty is there, you know, Smitty would look. Everyone else would look over at them. Yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, my God. And then Smitty's like, well, I think that they would be great at, you know, this undercover gig or something. Like, yeah, or like they, they would like have a one-liner. Yeah, yeah, or they made, like, a bet just based on that, like, who would go. And he's like, I just made 50 bucks. <laughs> so yeah. Like, Smitty would have a one-liner that it would just be, like, the most perfect thing ever. Like, yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. I feel like that's why he is possibly in this. Like, for his comedy. I don't know. Um, so, Bonnie had said, uh, Tim wanting oh Tim wanting to go to a state with a crap ton of beaches and water doesn't seem right he hates the beach yeah why did it take me so long to remember this I don't know he doesn't like the beach and Hawaii is surrounded by water I mean literally it takes five hours to get there and you're flying over ocean so I mean even on the plane ride alone he would just get like antsy and just like annoyed with it yeah um poor lucy getting hit with all the realizations episode yeah she yeah you could definitely like it was written on her face a little bit um bonnie said oh chris added nothing in this episode (laughs) he also got nothing in this episode too like he had like nothing like lucy didn't go meet his parents yeah she didn't like go out with him i'm assuming they were supposed to like meet up and do something after or whatever maybe not but because she just like left him and was like, you know, okay, peace out. I got to go put a curse on Tim. Bye. <laughs> I feel like Chris is definitely used as a pawn. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like Poor guy. Tim and Ashley have had a little bit more, like they've had more scenes that have at least went into a little bit more depth. Like we found out that Tim doesn't like beaches, like with Ashley around. Like, so mm-hmm. I don't know. They've had a little bit more depth to them yeah and like lucy and chris haven't that is kind of why it's surprising that chris is still around (laughs) but like again i feel like he's just so smitten with her that like he's just he's like a lovesick puppy like he just doesn't even care yeah nope um ashley wants the polar opposite of what tim wants yeah i guess tim wants marriage and kids so they're doomed at some point, Bonnie says. Uh, Tim looked rattled uh, when she said that. His yes, his yes to see if he could see himself marrying her was, um, oh, was him being a lying liar who lies. <laughs> yeah, I I tweeted something similar um, to yeah. that um, for like their end scene. Um, yeah definitely for sure i think they're both think chenford is just lying to themselves at this point Um, for sure he he was looking at lucy all sad before he gulped and answered that question he was thinking that he wants lucy um and all of it uh screams that he's like settling um bonnie also said that that prank was cruel thank you i don't know i feel like i'm like in the minority of like still being kind of mad at him for doing this prank like people are definitely upset about it but okay. I, I don't know i, I just thought it was funny i just hadn't seen yeah 
like I said, if they didn't put the text in there, I would have been like, no, 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 this is not okay. Um, Bonnie said, I know Lucy pulled the uh, 309 one, but that wasn't as bad as the one Tim pulled in her opinion. He clearly looked and saw Lucy's reaction after he said he could see himself marrying Ashley, yet he thought it was a good idea to upset Lucy. Ashley going along with it doesn't sit right with her either who would do that, especially the prank of that magnitude. Yeah. Good points, Bonnie. Good points. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Janine had sent her thoughts um, and she said, first the promo while wow, he's back in the weirdest way or what also why is bailey going with john if he's in solitary confinement for a week yeah i don't know i would like to think that she's like dropping him off or i don't know they she, he probably invited her or something like because he doesn't want to be alone i don't really know but i guess we'll find out i mean didn't we see in the promo that like she gets like she gets in a fight or something yeah that's what i was just gonna say i was like i think bailey's in like the fight with whoever comes into that diner where wherever the hell they are i don't know So maybe like john wants some protection too i don't i don't know maybe like she is his protection (laughs) i don't know um i mean we know she can fight so yeah she can she's proved to that a few times this season which is awesome and as long um, as there's not a fence in John's way, he'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty him. much. Um, so then she said Chunford's past momentous scenes lead them to be in Lucy's apartment, probably practicing being UC together. Um, hopefully we get a kiss. And that last scene uh, with Tim stating that he needs to say something to her. Um, yeah, I mean, the promo, like, it was so cut together that it's hard to say like which scene could possibly come first um but i would i don't know it'll just be interesting to watch it all play out um but janine's theory which she said could possibly be wrong is that she can see them succeeding at the uc operation and lucy gets tapped again for undercover work um tim sees her potential and says you know he thinks that she's great um, and she'll have a great career doing that and that he'll find a new gopher while undercover poaches Lucy. Um, and he's still with Ashley and apparently she's still with Chris. So it's not like Chris would, or it's not like Tim would confess his feelings. Well, either of them are involved with people. Um, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Like I, I don't, I'm in the camp where I don't think it's going to be some like momentous thing either in that. Yeah parking lot but i feel like i feel like their looks that they give each other like their eyes are going to say more than than their than the words leaving their lips but for sure yeah yeah i think it'll just be like a small like kind of low-key moment it's not going to be anything like grand or yeah um and then janine also said baby jack is adorable love the fact that wesley took him to meet a client um, and she said, can I just say that we need more Patrice in our lives? Uh, the brunch that she took Angela to was so nice. Um, and just like for her to say that they were going on a shopping spree after brunch was awesome. Uh, 
but you know like angela was badass when that robbery happened promising the thieves that she'll arrest them and put different bracelets on them um and she said i just have to say that the wardrobe for lopez this year is amazing i agree like she was slaying her job in that dress i was like you go girl and like just like the she and she got her like hair blown out Uh um, and stuff and just like the like sleeker like ponytails and stuff when she's a detective like you know definitely like i mean Alicia diaz always looks good but yeah it's like up one notch for yeah for sure um, and then she also said Nyla being pushed aside by Donovan and taking Lila to his mom's for Mother's Day was not cool. Um, and she said Makia was her old self, snarky, sassy, and looked amazing. Uh, she loved how she jumped right in and said nobody messes with the mom on Mother's Day. And while her ex-mother-in-law brings Lila to her at the end of the episode, that was a heartfelt moment. For sure. Um and then she touched on John driving with Gray, which was awesome. Um, saying that, you know, they've come so far in the, since the first episode. Um, and she loved how Gray gave him pointers and his personal experiences to help John. Um, and, yeah, just we need to see Luna more as well. Um, and then for Chenford, she said, like, you know, she's sure that Lucy had told Chris about her mom um and so for him to kind of push it was a little much but um you know t- like she said uh tim and ashley going to hawaii and discussing it like that is a romantic vacation not a short getaway for sure yeah um she said from the look on lucy's face even then like you could tell that lucy was getting some twinges i guess for tim like maybe some like feelings i don't know um and she said you know like as she was explaining how hawaii is high on expectations like you could see the wheels turn um and she said like she felt that lucy pressing him the whole time was not her being aggravating but she just wanted to know like if she had lost her chance with them because the feelings are coming alive uh which they've always been there but you know she's probably just pushed them down uh ever since episode one of season four and so you know like the trick and the prank that tim did on her towards and like you know that could have kind of like made those feelings rise too a little bit um but yeah so so yeah that's kind of it um oh she also said she thought that the prank kind of backfired on him in a way when Lucy said that she, or when Ashley said that she doesn't want kids, like, and she doesn't want marriage, um, like, Tim has said that he w- would have kids by now, or he thought he would have kids by now, but, um, she oh, thinks yeah, that's that, true. yeah, she How thinks did I forget that, about that? Because <laughs> it was during the Halloween episode, and that, that was, was like, true. six months ago. That was, like, peak chaos to that whole episode. Yeah. So that was six months ago but it literally feels like it was a year ago like yeah um and she said yes tim has said that he thought he would have kids by now but she also thinks that he would want to be married again if he found the right one um and that's the feeling that she got during the ach episode so um so janine also said 
maybe it's just her but she thinks that this gave us a this episode gave us good angst but she also thinks in a way this will push lucy to break up with chris um depending on what happens next week maybe we'll see tim realizing he has pushed those feelings for lucy down um and maybe they'll confront one one another i don't know part of me is also just like we're all clowns like we're thinking that it's gonna be like some big like feel like confession of feelings and it's not and we're just like clowning around here but i'm also like no they need to like push chenford forward or do something else yeah i'm saying like realization of feelings um and then maybe they at least talk about some of the things that have happened or that yeah they have to but yeah i don't know if we'd get yeah i'm still in i'm still in the like almost kiss category <laughs> for this uc thing because i don't really know how that would happen either so yeah. i'm kind of just like and eh, maybe not we'll scrap that but like i said before i don't know if i want them to kiss while they're undercover because i don't want it to be like oh well we had to kiss just to like make it look real yeah you know like i'd rather them i don't know like be talking or hanging out or something and then like the feelings come out and it's like oh okay so this is the kiss now like i don't know i don't know if i want it to be like in yeah well they're undercover but we're getting chenford going undercover and that is literally what i'm really excited about so yeah i just want to know what they're gonna wear i'm such like an outfit person like i love just you know like i maybe just because i write too so i like i like creating characters and yeah. so i feel like creating like an undercover identity would be so fun i i, I honestly just want to see like okay so are they're in that penthouse right like are they staying in separate rooms yeah. or are they you know like like what's going on are they kind of being like awkward around each other because they're they're not like on the clock like as far as like in their uniforms but they're also like still on the clock still wired up or whatever yeah i don't I know say, like, i want to know about the wire situation yeah. like are they mic'd up are they just have the wire do they yeah. have to have something on them all the time or like are they bantering you know when they're not like meeting with a drug for drug lord or whatever yeah. like are they like what is what's going on i mean are they like having fun or is it just like awkward tension like don't want to say that don't want to step on like you know like want to kind of avoid him at all costs like i don't know i like i'm so curious to know so yeah yeah but I think that's the end of this episode, right? Yeah, I think I'm done spiraling. If you guys just want to see more of my spiral, you can just either go on my Tumblr or Twitter. <laughs> that's where I put it all. <laughs> Literally, yes. I will be watching the promo until 8.59 Central Time next Sunday. Like, <laughs> if you need me, that's where I'll be. Yeah, I literally... And not even, like... And not even the Nolan stuff. Like, I don't really care about that. I will just be watching Chenford. Yeah, I think people, like, um, like 
uh, whittled it down to like just that bit and yeah posted that I was like that's the best seven seconds ever yeah um yeah I mean I literally texted my friend Kristen and I was like this promo is going to kill me <laughs> literally it did, it, it's of. gonna do me in like that's yeah. all that I'm gonna think about for the next like week it's fine yeah. no big deal I am completely normal so yeah um you guys can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts uh you can find us individually on twitter at as well i'm at jstark 804 and i'm at carrie hyman and we have a t public store um with lots of chenford merch so if you guys want to like get stocked up for the season finale next week you guys can find it there um they're always having sales i think one's coming up in the next few days so that's fun i know i'll be wearing my chenford merch and you know just like manifesting all of the good things so Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah but we'll be back next week uh to discuss 422 bye everyone bye guys go get them boo 